welcome to a very exciting edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. This is post transfer deadline day. I know we buzzing. My head's still spinning. Anybody else is? I mean, you're on my own. What's going on? It's a bit like last night, this, wasn't it? Yannick had gone. What's going on? Nothing happening. Who? Who? Exactly. Thank you, Simon. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. I've just been down Reptile Park. <laughs> Gareth? I'm doing fine. 18 I'm bothered about, not the, not, not the misfit who's gone. Eight, eight, oh, 8 in, I thought you were 8 in like you wanted your tea. 8 in. Oh yeah, I thought he was 8 in. Adam. How are you doing? Hello, you alright? Yeah. Mick? Hiya, you alright? Yes, have you calmed down from before? No, I've been Alright, we'll come to that in a bit. Dan? Howdy. Howdy. No, we're supposed to be interviewing Rob tonight, an angry Rob, but he's, well, gone, he's gone up to the northeast. All eyes on selling kitchens. I know what makes a bit angry, so <laughs> you can uh, you can present a bit of to now. Have you actually been tempted this week? <coughs> uh, yes, I have. Good. Mm. Right. Anyway, we're um, waffling on. Um, unbeknown to Rob, unbeknown right. to Rob, though, my niece actually works in the um, the department, the marketing department, who we keep speaking to. It's my niece who's blocked his car. They'll <laughs> 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 not know that, will they? Not found that out. No, 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 he's not here, is he? No, he's not here. No. <laughs> I can tell you that he's not here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, before we get into uh, what was a very, very exciting transfer deadline day, is there something? Is, <laughs> is there a ghost in the studio? I've heard so many noises since I came in here. Grief. It's the ghost. <laughs> Ghost of Yannick. <laughs> 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 Just in case anybody finds this recording, um, there is. We have been murdered by a beach chill <laughs> book cycle ghost. Yes. Beach chill book cycle boogie. Got all the beats there. There is a word for that, isn't there? Alliteration. Alliteration. I just thought I'd set you up with that. The education section of the podcast. Education, alliteration. So because we're sat in front of the educational section of the book cycle. Right, okay. Uh, before we get into the uh, the comings and goings of the last 24 hours, uh, we've, we had a big game on Sunday that we can have a quick look back on. Uh, we played in the FA Cup, which we've uh, been knocked out of, and uh, we'll just have a, a little uh, look back at that game. Gareth, have you got us some stats from the Manchester United versus Wigan Athletic fourth round FA Cup game played at Old Trafford on Sunday. Live on the BBC in front of 10 million people nationwide. Actually, 5.3 actually. There okay. you go. <laughs> 5.3 million. It, was a, it, was, it pulled in the biggest audience at the weekend of it live did, football. It did. Only because it's Wigan. What a club. They're only watching because it's Wigan. Yeah. Right, one, Gareth. The stats from the said game. Possession, Manchester United 72%, the Latics just 28%, attempts, Manchester United 10, Wigan 7, on target, Manchester United 4 attempts on target, and 5 attempts on target to the Latics, corners, United had 5, Wigan had 2, passes 773 to Manchester United, and 300 to Wigan, accurate passes, United managed 89%, we only managed 71%. We weren't caught offside, they were once. We committed six fouls, them dirty buggers committed 11. <laughs> no yellows to Manchester United, one to us, no reds, and sadly they got four goals, and we got a big pot of money, thanks. Yeah, we picked up, <laughs> we picked up a, a yellow card for an innocuous challenge by Dan Byrne, yet Fellaini in the first five minutes could have got two yellows exactly. and been sent off. But... We know we were playing, we know. 
Uh, for me, it was absolutely brilliant that first half, uh, and that goal was a killer, and it just changed it, changed the game because they could relax there. Yeah. Uh, I agree or disagree? Yeah, I completely I agree. And, it, and I don't know if anybody noticed this or not, but how long into the game before we're going to actually touch the ball? It, it, it did seem like a while. And it was a couple of minutes, mm. you know, from kickoff. Results aside, you know, it was what we all said last week. It was free. It. I think the fans were brilliant for 90 minutes. Mm. The noise in that away end, I've not watched it back, and I thought, you know, it just class behind it. the team. Even at 4 0 down, and we were on the attack, everyone stayed to a man at the end to blow the players off the pitch. Yeah. Even the United yes, fans have commented yeah. on, on the, the noise thing, made, haven't they? The thing is, the players that day, they put in a performance with Passion Balbon, who crumbled off at the end on his own. Um, you know, we all put performance in. Players, staff, everyone, and it was just proud. You're proud to be a Latics fan when you play like that. I thought so the mid- midfield three of uh, Perkins, Morse, and Power was, was superb, yeah. especially for staff. Absolutely amazing. The scoreline flatters United a bit. I think it does. You're right, though, Simon, because it was 4 0, that was not the difference in the game. That was not the difference in the game. The reason why United actually had so much possession and they made so many passes was because we panicked them into having to play like that in, this, in the first half in particular where they had to get rid of the ball pretty quickly mm. and so that's what boosted the actual pass count the fact that we were pressuring them uh, in the second half obviously the uh, the early goal just after half time I'm not saying that killed us off but it you know not the window to us the third goal was the one where you physically saw shoulders uh, shoulders yeah. go well, the 4-0 th- flat, flat. Yeah, it's not the window to Barry as well, isn't uh, it? Well, you say that. Uh, Jacobs is uh, shot and then 0-0 uh, uh, and then uh, David Perkins. Uh, anyone but Perkins. <laughs> <all> <laughs> straight <laughs> straight <laughs> back in, into, into the keeper's midriff, wasn't it? Uh, that was at one That away end would have gone off if that had gone in because it's, it's, it's been the first goal. It was everything, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 We could have retired the whole football club at that moment. Towards the end of that game, I got a text <laughs> off a United fan who was there and the text read if you had a good centre forward you would, that scoreline would have been different and I thought that's yeah, fair to shoulder everything on Griggs it's a bit unfair, but I do I think Griggs yeah. had his quietest game for a yeah, couple yeah, of weeks true but yeah to be fair he was up against some of the best yeah. out there yeah. made a bit of cash though didn't we just, that. just a bit just a bit made one a off bit. shirt sponsor a few coppers yeah <laughs> now just one question why was there a goalie son? Ah, disrespect for a lack. Very disrespectful from Mourinho to sub the keeper. There's no need for it. Absolutely no need for it. Not no benefit to even the keeper because it's just taking the mick out of him as well, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Can I? I I've just got a passing comment on this game that if we can play with that intensity for the rest of the season, even just for 45 minutes, you'll have a team put to bed. My question was going to be, I was going to ask Adi Selfer Adam, so you've already answered it, do you think that performance bodes well for the rest of the season? Yeah. That was my question, so Sam's just answered that. Yeah. I, th- I even yeah. think with the, with the changes he made, yeah. you know, the changes, the substitutions he made, the players he brought in, um, I think one or two players had phenomenal, put in phenomenal efforts and really, really did raise the game. Tell you what, Callum Connolly. You can tell he's going to be good. Yeah, we can, we competed uh, with Manchester United look, in the Premier League with, with third bottom or fourth bottom in the Championship. We competed. Yeah. If I was Warren Joyce, I'd be looking to tie a deal up now for next season with Coleman on loan for the season. Yeah, I'm so impressed with that lad. I'm with you, say 100. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if Everton let him go. You know, 
Well, they might, yeah, they do supply that, they? Like uh, Makalene. You see, because don't forget now, fini- Everton are to finish in the top ten, so we might be looking at perhaps getting an established international in, in them positions. So I think we've got an opportunity of perhaps stealing him. I think he's too old. He's just brilliant. 19 years of age. He plays like a season pro, doesn't he? Replace Bain too, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah but don't forget, for his 21st, he'll be playing in Premier. Well, you're right, though, mate. You're right. Right, well, talking about players coming in. Just one gripe. Just yeah. one gripe about uh, Sunday. I was a little bit disappointed in the response of uh, some players at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there was only seven who actually came over to the uh, away fans. Now, I'm not saying they should be doing it every time, but I think on that, on, on the occasion, the day being the occasion it was, an FA Cup, end of the FA Cup for us for this season. Um, a lot of people have gone to a lot of effort. Uh, I think the spectators need a round of applause as well for making their efforts for 90 minutes. And I was a bit disappointed with the three or four players who just walked off to the public tunnel. And you could see, talking to United players, gives a shit. Mm. I was disappointed in that. I was. Sorry, Snakes. anyway, end off. Right, okay. Um, right, let's move on then. Next on the agenda. What, what a transfer deadline day that was. I'm still trying to get my head around exactly what went on. The mind bottles. Yeah. Hey. Ooh. Oh, it? <laughs> 18-4-0. Mm-hmm. Ah, wow. Uh, I think last year and David Sharp definitely wanted the day to end on a high, didn't he? I mean, he let Yannick's move to Norwich get announced at a minute to 11, and everybody <laughs> thought that was it. But I, I thought, Sharpie wouldn't do that, because we know him too well. He, he, he just wouldn't do that. So I thought he had something up his sleeve, and he did. And he did have something up his sleeve. He had two things up his sleeve, actually, didn't he? He had the... Uh, Omar Bottle, which was a, a, a great news because even though we don't really know him, what we've heard of him, he's, he's big, he's powerful, and he, he scores goals. Jason Roberts. Yeah, um, so that so everybody's buzzing about it. I'm not trying to put too much expectations on his shoulders, but and then he's, uh, we announced Jack Byrne as well, who's this little unknown midfielder from City, who's so highly rated. The Irish lad is so highly rated that. People are wondering how, how on earth people from winning the, in the game are wondering how on earth we've managed to pull off. But do you know we got him on a four and a half year deal as well? I am. Um, uh, who are these players who've come in? Have I got a list? Yes, right. I thought what we do, we go through them and uh, we can see what we think. We'll, go, we'll just mention the outgoings yesterday. Obviously, before you stay, we had. Uh, John Flores went off to Blackpool. Yeah, it's only a loan deal, though, isn't it? Yeah, but he's just contract at the end of the season, so I don't think uh, I don't think we'll see Jordan back here at last. All the best for him, though. Best for him, yeah. He needs to go and play football, mate. He needs to go. True, right, he does. And yeah. play football every week. It, lad. And go and get himself a proper contract because oh. I don't think he's on a proper contract with us. He's probably still on a youth deal. Uh, Jordi Gomez, like Jordi Gomez, left for Rio Valcano. Thanks for the memories. Yeah, who we got Diarmi uh, from, and who else? One other. Yeah. Anthony Alcaraz. No, nearly. Antonio Amaya. There we go, yeah. yeah. So then two players came in from that club. So I, I made no secret, and I think Gareth as well, that is one of our favourite all-time Latics players. Enjoyed him, haven't we? We've met him. Big favourite, yeah. Yeah, nice yeah. fellow, wasn't he? Lovely fellow. Yeah, very dry sense of humour. I was laughing, didn't he? He was a good, yeah, good, good yeah. lad. Uh, he left with a very nice uh, message for the Latics fans, which I'll read out now, because if some people have not seen this, I think it's... I mean, players come and go don't they uh, but I think it's nice when they leave messages for the clubs 
Johnny Gomez said, uh, Wigan Athletic will always be a club so close to my heart because of what has happened in the past. And I want to say goodbye and thank you to all the supporters. I thought that's a lovely message. He, he could have just toddled off and not said nothing. My sisters are broken. Yeah. Especially considering well, some... My, sister, my sister went through a divorce. Well, quite recently, hoping to snow Mr. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me, Mick. She'll have to get over to Madrid then. She might, it might cost her a season ticket this season. Yeah. Yeah, well, me and Gareth will feel the same when we met him, won't we? Lincoln Eck. You wanted to marry him? We did, yeah. <laughs> if I say you laughed. <laughs> marry me, Yordi. Billy Mackay, we recalled him from Oldham and then immediately sent him out on loan <laughs> to Inverness Cali Thistle, where we got him from. Uh, he's out, <laughs> out of contract in the summer, so I don't, see think, later. don't think he's coming back. Never seen him really, have we? It's uh, a drive up for him, wasn't it, yesterday? Mm, he's probably the deal's already done and dusted, wasn't it? Adam LaFondra, the former Reading player, uh, who uh, we had on loan from Cardiff City. They recalled him, so we'd lost him, and then he was off over the hill to Bolton uh, in mm, League One. More feeling. Mm. He's not really had a, a run out with us, has he? I think it's been a disappointment for both himself and, and for us. Uh, Is he not the video he's put on the uh, Bolton, what Bolton have put on? No. Where he just pans up from his feet and it just goes, I'm back. Like he's going to be the saviour. Well. Like he's going to be Arnold. If they had to sold cloth, they might have had a chance to get yeah. it out, but I think they've just sold I'm laughing, Luke, because we sold our best player all yesterday and then cloth goes at 1am. <laughs> <laughs> and then... We'll talk about this now. Uh, the fourth one. Oh, what could be? Yeah, Yannick Wilshut. What can you say? Very disappointing end to a fantastic what? Fifteen months has he been here. The ungrateful Dutch cheese monkey. Well, comes down in more room. <laughs> nah, there was no need for what he said. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when he was here, he was a brilliant character both on and off the field, weren't he? And he, he interacted with the supporters and that, and he seemed to love it, and we loved him. But it's a bit like when you split up from your girlfriend, isn't it? Uh, and she says, do you know, I never really did have an orgasm. And you think, has she been faking it all this time? Has he been faking it? Has he been faking it? Because, like Mick says, those comments that he made on that, on that Norwich City video would suggest that indeed Yannick has been faking it with us. And that is absolutely despicable. <laughs> I'm not too fussed about him putting a transfer request no, in. No, it's football. No, no. It happens. Just a modern game. And what he's doing, he's forced Norwich at the end of the day to give us seven million quid for something we paid half a million for twelve months ago. Yeah, yeah. like he's been swine. How dare he get us all that money? It's been good business as regards uh, Yannick Wilshere. Yeah, uh, regards Latinx. But it's just the way in which he departed. You have just re read a wonderful quote mm -hmm. from a player who didn't get as much match time as Yannick. Right. All right, he got, a, he got an <coughs> FA Cup winners medal with us, but that was and his first spell with the club. He's had two spells with the club, and he's he's been honest. He's a gentleman as well. Correct. And the thing is, is Gomez probably might have been really, really peed off, but he knows as a professional footballer there's certain things what you've got to do. Yannick, I think, has got a terrible, terrible bloody agent. Well, his statement was what to me uh, as said that he were faking it is the one about the big stadium he loves to play in a big stadium just not when there's no supporters there I think that's absolutely because we all know what he's getting at don't we well there's plenty of fans at Old Trafford 
Sunak said to Barry and he should be embarrassed and yeah. he will get a bad reception oh, on Tuesday, Tuesday night's good very deservedly. Do you think he's got some good players? Oh, well, I don't even think he'll You won't spend seven million on players not playing, would he? He'll Especially. be playing. He'll play him for the simple it's reason two, for us. Two Lassitz players sent in nice, <laughs> nice tweet messages, aren't they? Uh, Sam Morsi and, and uh, yeah, but it, It's the shy ones that you need to look out for, Barry. Dan Byrne is going to launch him into the S2, hopefully. That's if and he then gets we'll deal with the rest. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that's if he gets past Dirk Perkins. And yeah. Buxton. Perkins. That's it, a bit like, you know, isn't it? I think we should just have a back four of like Danburn, Buxton, Craig Morgan, Morgan yeah. Bruce, Caldwell, Morgan, yeah. Perkins, just have them all at him. Morse. Morse will not leave him alone, will it? Just go straight through the back of him. Yeah. Just let him know where he's at, at big ground with no fans. <laughs> Bollocks to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bill and Gareth. Bollocks. Bollocks Is to him. Is that the last word? That's going to be the last <laughs> word, hasn't it? On yeah. the top. Who's coming in then? Right, let's have a look. <laughs> uh, incomings. Matt Jilks, who's running from Rangers. Alex Bruce, he's uh, 32, he's coming in on loan from Hull City. He's come along with James Weir, who's coming in on loan from Hull City. 21 year old, good reputation, ex Manchester United youth team captain. Gabriel Orbitan. We all know, no introduction, we all know who he is, don't we? Screaming Skull. Yeah, straight. Three, three words. <laughs> Do you think he's coming as a. <laughs> three words? Yeah, it looks like a three word. <laughs> Do you think he's coming as a, a direct replacement for Yannick? Or do we refer to him as Wilshire now? How do we, how do we angle this? Snake. <sighs> Mikhail Mandron, signed from Eastleigh. Not East, Eastleigh Rugby League Club. But Eastleigh down in, in Essex. Is it Essex or Sussex? Yeah, it's right, right near South End, right? yeah. Didn't Essex. they have a good FA Cup run? They did, yeah, he scored two goals. Oh, in, that's Leon isn't he? Yeah. Um, he's six foot two. Eyes of blue. He's got 15 goals this season. He's French, but he's come through the academy up at Sunderland. Ooh la la. Um, and he's only 22. Florida. Who? Uh, Van Duur. Mikhail Mandron. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen his YouTube interview when he joined the Latics yesterday but if you've not I recommend you watch it <laughs> I have never seen a more excited person that's signed to join Wigan Athletic than this lad he had a, 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 a smile as as big as English Channel didn't he on his face Did you, have you seen it Adam? yeah he, he couldn't stop that beam was just like he, he couldn't get it off his face could he? it was that wide and it, he couldn't even speak to without excited he? He, was, he was stumbling over his words it's on, it's on the Latix official YouTube site, I've a look at that. Do you think brilliant. it came as a bit of a surprise to him? Was it a last minute thing? No, no, his name's been bantered about for a week, hasn't it now? That ghost is bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Laurent. Josh Laurent. That sounds French, doesn't it? Josh Laurent. Josh Laurent, uh, joined from League Two side out of the pool from Underscore Spee. He's a 21 year old, he's coming on a two and a half year deal. Uh, a powerful ball playing midfielder. Uh, we've got Omar Boggle. Who is uh, Omar is a Wiganer? It's going to be a new terrorist chant that I'll be kicking off in the ES7. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will Hopefully join in. With. like Mexican wave all the way to the. Oh, the bitch. Sit down, shut up. Who's he? Um, Stewart! Stewart! Omar Boyle, 6 foot 3, lead 2's leading goal scorer. He scored 19 goals so far this season from 27 games. He, he's owned uh, by his own admission. 
is is fast, is strong, he's got great control, and he can finish. That's what Omar says about himself. Well, at least he's humble. And <laughs> yes, he's a really confident guy. I don't know if you've seen any clips on him. Well, he 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 takes the ball and takes anybody else who's in his way. He knows what net is, doesn't he? Yeah, good, good. Hopefully, um, so. he, he could be uh, an all-action type of player that that Will Grigg will just thrive off playing alongside of because apparently he links up well with. Uh, uh, his, his fellow players, his fellow strikers. Um, the last one was Jack Byrne, who came in right at the death last night, 20 year old. He's coming on a three and a half year deal or a four year deal, I'm not sure which. Did he pass the fitness test? Um, <laughs> did he get past his medical? He, he spent a period on loan at Blackburn earlier this season. Uh, he played against us at the DW when we gave him a thumb pin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last season he was at Dutch Top Light Club. Camber. Oh, yeah. uh, he made 27 appearances and scored four goals. Right, comments on that lot and yesterday's activity. Well, Matt Jilts is a Lethic supporter. Is, is he there? Yeah, supports Oldham. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You were leading into something, weren't you, though, Barry? Well, we have some comments from a certain absent friend here. Liam Sefton, who was supposed to be here tonight, the editor of the Algun Lethic Fanzine. Well, you got that one in nicely. Yes. Other fanzines are available. Other fanzines are available. (laughs) Okay, so, Liam asks, What happened to having a settled squad? The core principles of the new era have been shelved. Question to make. (laughs) Right, yeah. Um, A a manager perceives what his squad is capable of doing, whether it be settled squad or not. If it's a squad that he doesn't feel is able to do the job, you change it. It's the manager's prerogative, it's the manager's decision. Then he will settle his squad. And I think what you're looking at is perhaps the end of February, uh, Wigan should be cruising up the league. <laughs> That's what you'd expect. <laughs> this latest transfer window has made it, on average, since we got relegated from the Premier League, 12 new players per transfer window coming into the club. I agree with Liam that I think it's too much now, and that's why we found ourselves in the shit when we did. Gareth, what do you think of all the changes? The ones that we brought in yesterday, obviously, I'm optimistic and hoping for the best from them. I mean, we'd listened to some of Barry's comments and read up other things about them. But the other players who've come in this month, Morsi, we know a little bit about him, and we're all glad he's here, aren't we? Yes, correct. Connolly, what did you say before, Adam? So that's two, you know what I mean? Add to that Hogard, who ain't a bad keeper, Tony Cliff, Pro, Coldplough and Hansen. The manager, as Mick says, knows what he wants, mm. and he's got what he wants, and hopefully he's got a young squad. squad with a lot of places mm. up for grabs and a lot of people who can get him, so it's probably what he wants. It, and if you, look at the, if you look at the players who he's is, who is actually signed, could you actually make a full new team out of all them signings? You know, because is every position virtually covered? So again, I think with the new manager, if if this was say um, ha- a year into uh, the current manager's uh, you know uh, term, I would actually be asking that question as well. But because it's still relative, it's still relatively new. I think what we have to do is turn around and say, well, before we have a settled squad. Let him put together the squad he thinks he's capable of actually getting us out of the mess we're in. Uh, okay. But yes, I do agree. I think the the business we've been doing, it's a bit scary really, isn't it? Yeah, I think whatever happens, we've got to draw a line under all this and stop. We can't continue like this, because 
I think it would go a bit quiet there for a while. For a couple of years, yeah. at least. If, if these players live yeah. up to the potential, because when you've got competition, people work hard, and when you work hard, your potential... It's whether we're successful or not. Yeah, so do you, we could be looking at the future of what we develop. Yeah. Like, like bands they have been doing. It fits into the model of what they talked about as well, doesn't it? Young, hungry players yeah. who can bring in relatively low price. They've actually done, they've proven their ability. In yeah, the and then so on. But yeah. the, the only thing that I think about with this is uh, Rosler's first season for summer when we brought in the likes of Farshaw, Hughes, Delore, Riera, etc., etc. And what happened then? These are very cheap. They're not. They were all signed for about an average of three million each, weren't they? Yeah. These were players. Like Fifty grand each. Yeah. How many of the? I don't know the answer to this question. How many of these players are going to be Powers, Gilbis, Jacobs, mm. or top? Regulars in your team, and how of them? How many of them are going to be Woolery, Whiteheads, and Lavercombs? I don't know the answer to that question, but hopefully Warren Joyce will find that out over the next few weeks. Hopefully, I, I think it, the, the one thing I'm beginning to think about uh, Warren Joyce is is a man who knows what he wants and he's going for it, and you can see that in the way he's tinkering around with the side. And I think he is a really good coach. I really do. Uh, this now is a big test. This is probably his biggest test ever as a manager because it's his um, first first stint at this level with the club. So many players, it's a massive, massive, massive commitment. It's it's more or less getting towards a squad that he wants into. He's inherited uh, yeah. Caldwell's squad and he's made it clear players that he wants, players he doesn't want. <coughs> he's identified the areas that need an improvement. He's brought in you know eight players there that he thinks can fill those voids, maybe just to get us free to... There's a lot of midfielders, Summer. aren't we? Well, the thing is, though, we've not, Hansen, we've not, mentioned Hansen, we've not spent yet. a packet, have we? No, no, no. So, is this just to get us through to summer, re-evaluate re then, and maybe have one final? Because Joyce needs to bring in the players that he needs to play his, his way, his philosophy, and that's just that's football, isn't it? <laughs> um, gone are the days where you play, every team will play one way, and you could bring players and you could transfer them week to week and they'd fit in. So, you think you've got to go with what has happened this weekend or this week we brought in eight players obviously there to do a job and we go forward What's, do we have a limit on squad size like we, it used to be 25 or is that I don't Brown think Derrick? it's the same in lower leagues I know it, used to, it wasn't the Premier League wouldn't it that you mm. had to have a designated squad but no mm. it's just on the loans isn't it you can only have five in your match day squad yeah so how many loans do we have now Seven. Uh, are we stronger? Are we stronger no, than what we were two days ago? We don't know. On Friday, we play. Friday's, you know, it's I think there'll be a big change on Friday's and starting. I don't think there will be. There'll just be a few of the new players in the, on the deck, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. Joyce will want to make sure they're ready for it and he might not be ready yet. I think, in many respects, you'd probably be looking at the FA Cup being, or a cup competition being the week after the deadline, because then you'd, you'd have that luxury. You know, get, if you're playing Man United, I know you want to reward players, but to change the squad where you're not going to have an adverse effect on what's going to happen to you in the league, we can't go in and put eight new players into that starting lineup on Friday night, can we? Because it could have a, a real detrimental effect to the way our season goes. So these, these players are going to have to be phased in, and only three can come on as a substitute, can't they, at the end of the day? Where, where would you change any of the starting <coughs> 11 from, Saturday, uh, from Sunday? It's going to be very difficult to do that. Exactly, yeah, so do you, you can't, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a time, and that's why I think 
they all got a behind door closed doors friendly you could probably imagine just to try and figure out got Alex Gill be coming back as yeah. well haven't we yeah oh, soon very That's good. good player. Yeah, it's like players, yeah. So. excellent news. Things are looking up on yeah, that regard. If we can, if we can build that solid midfield, build a wall. Yeah. What do you think of Gabriel Obertam? Uh, oh, who, who, what was your little song there, Simon? Oh, it was just um, a remake of a Snake song uh, about running down the wing. Obertam running down the wing. Did it? Did it? Did it? That's the Moses chance, isn't it? What do we think of uh, of Obertan then? Well, I, one of my best mates is a Newcastle fan, so I've watched quite a lot of Dross, I mean Newcastle games. <laughs> um, and he, he puts in a shift. You know what you're going to get from him. He's going to... He, Gary Seal, World Shop, does that kind of job. I remember him being at United being lat, slap thin and weedy, but the photographs just today, he was ripped. He's called in Russia, though, isn't it? Mind you, he did have a kit on too, didn't he, at top, and that's a bit figure ugly, isn't it? Yeah, I've yeah. seen some pictures of a uh, walking football team. Hey, what are you trying to say? I'm injured at the moment. I've done my calf, damn it all, don't you? So I'm going to get carried I did it. Yeah. Right, okay, so. Uh, Carry, carried off from a walking football team. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I was, yeah. I tore my calf. Oh, never felt pain like it. Well, I have. Look at, looking at these stats here of Boggle, which Gareth's calmly brought in, you know, you're looking at, it, at Grimsby Town, he played 68 games, 32 goals. One every other game. That'll do us. Grig gets one every other game as well. You know, he's going to do alright. I was like, I'll look at a few other players, because I put my hands up. Never heard of some of them. Uh, Josh Lorient, um, Mikhail Mann, him. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't know who they are. Not Mandarin. Mandarin. But they could, Mandarin. they could come, and they could be well, but no. There's going to be teams, Sheffield Wednesday are not going to know how some of these players play. You could chuck them in. Yeah. There's only us who knows how they're going to play um, as a team, not as fans. They could be world beaters, they could mm. be Julius Agarawas. The thing with that, uh, Mikhail Mandarin as well, he, he was up at, uh, is it back again? Ghost is back. He was up at Sunderland with Andy Welch, who's our new yeah. head of coaching, so I think he, he's come on his recommendations. Well, you, you look at, yeah, Sunderland background, the players that Joyce has brought in are all connected with him or his backroom staff, in the majority, aren't they? So they know. Yeah, so they, they know what they're getting. Bar, you know, we know all my bubbles scoring goals. We know what you're getting. The one who, so, my mate's an old City fan. And he said to me last night, he oh, said, bless. he's very highly, highly rated this Omar, but as you know, the Grimsby and Hall are not yeah, too yeah, far yeah. apart, and he's well known over there, and he said he's a very good player. He said and Hull were very keen on him as well, so he's come to Wigan, so we've done well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One step at a time for him though, isn't it? You know, he's not basically jumping to the Premier League and sat on the bench, you and he can be at Lassix, sat on the bench. Oh. These lists, they read like uh, lineups in Shakespeare plays. Jilks, Weir, Bruce, Byrne. There's a Scottish player for you. Mandron, Oberon, <laughs> Bottle. It's like a midsummer night dream, isn't it? <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's a six foot two striker, scores goals. On the back of the programme on, on Friday night, it's going to have a list of players. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be fill, it'd be filling your own players on Saturday, on Friday, won't it? Yeah. Alas, poor Yannick, I never knew you. Well, 
you know when they say there's something rotten in the state of Denmark, well, there is in Holland. Three faces. Oh, that's Adam who's faking it. Adam knows. Well, who, who, who's the player who's going to finish the job? I didn't mean it like that. Who's, who's the player who's going to finish the job? I should introduce him to Yannick's girlfriend. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, Friday night. Sky, we're back on telly again. Massive. Massive. <laughs> Sky, you're in. Or? Is Yannick on TV on Friday? No. 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 I'm not going. Oh, you're at UA? Yeah. I'll just bought a ticket today for somebody. Could have nicked your season ticket, could I? You could have done. You could have done. Yeah. Take it back. I've done that before. Have you? Yeah. There's only a tenner. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look for that, Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Somebody is buying it, you know, so. Not me. Um, Apisha's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay for it. Oh, no, good for it. Yeah. Sheffield uh, Wednesday, in turn on uh, Friday for the the big Sky Sports One uh, event. Showdown. The referee is Steve Martin. Ooh. Uh, Bit of a comedian. Man of two brains. Cheaper by the dozen. 24 games this season, 59 yellows, 2 reds. He's referenced before a few times this season. 0 0 v Fulham down here, which was half a decent game, wasn't it? If we remember it well. Uh, we've previously played Sheffield Wednesday seven times, that's all. Uh, we've won three, drawn none, and lost four. First time we've beaten was by a, a Morris Whittle free kick. Back in 1978. Do you remember that, Mick? Morris I don't remember it because I was playing myself that day. So I missed that one. I was scoring an hat trick. Well, there you go. Lost two on from the season, didn't I? What, what, what year was it? Sorry, 1978. No. Gareth, have you got some stats on the old Wednesday? Sheffield Wednesday. They're not doing too badly at all. They're just outside the playoffs at the moment in seventh position. Um, they drew this week two apiece didn't they down they at, drew at Bristol City, Bristol last, City. Last yeah. night. the last six I like to keep track of the last six they've won two drawn three and lost just one of the last six so that was at Brighton wasn't it yes it was what a game it was, it was exciting uh, and that Brighton game they had two players sent off one of whom will be unavailable tomorrow because it was straight red that was not tomorrow well it will be tomorrow if you listen to this on Thursday yeah uh, that was Big Fletch. Who Big Fletch. <laughs> Big Fletch. Yeah, yeah. you know, because I can't remember his first name. Stephen. Thank you, Stephen Fletcher. Stephen, 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 Stephen Fletcher with a V. Norman Stanley. He's actually from Shrewsbury, right. even though he played for Scotland. Excellent. Yeah, he's, I think he's doubles it, aren't he? And uh, they've also, in their ranks, got a certain former player of ours, man as a box of frogs. Yeah, Callum McManaman. <laughs> And then that said game up at... Uh, Look, you see him flying. Right, he's, he's very lucky to stop on the pitch himself. He must have run, covered some distance yeah. to get involved in that. Yeah. And they've also got Forrest Uri as well, haven't they? Mm. He's a bit of an handful, but... I'm sure with Jay Buxton will sort him out. Two thoughts straight through the back. Yeah. Gareth, what's your thoughts on the game? More of the same from... You know, our recent performances have been very good. First half against uh, Manchester United and a few weeks before excellent performances I'm really liking what I'm seeing under Warren Joyce great stuff 2-0 to the ticks 2-0 to the ticks Dan? well very I think Sunday might have taken quite a bit 
out of some bad players. But thankfully we've got the new guys who can come on after about 70 minutes. Give us a bit of all fresh... Yeah, all eight of them can come on. A bit really. of fresh emphasis. I think we're going to tire after the 70th minute. So... I'm going to go for a draw. One all. I know I'm going to batter down on this one. You know, why would we be tired? You know, we've had a week off. You know, it's. Chiffy Wednesday played last night. I know, yeah. We should, it should be the other way around if we were going to play Manchester United. Well, no, no, but. I think the way the lads raised the performance on, on Sunday is uh, a, a clear indication as to the abilities that they can actually step up to. And I'm hoping that it's going to be the same side what started that game. Starts again on Friday night uh, with a sprinkling of new talent on the bench, as you say, to be introduced later if required. But I think if we can actually set off like we did against United, we'll, we'll muddle them. And I'm not going to I'm not going to give it an actual score prediction because uh, I've been getting them almost right in the last couple of games where I've been predicting three 0 and we've only two. Um, but no, I'm expecting a good performance from Matic on on Friday, even though I'm going to miss it. Uh. So I have to watch it on the big, you know, little, little box thing with people running around on the. Teletext. Or the Man United yeah. season ticket. United I don't season ticket. What do you think? I think both teams what, are what, tired what, 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 what's my son told you about that? My letter that come I on, sent back to. Come on. <laughs> Go on, Adam. I think both teams are tired after 70 minutes because they've been running around for 70 minutes. Um, <laughs> Touche. Uh, uh, Turtle. I don't know what to expect to be honest because it depends yeah, if we, we keep a lot of the squad from what we've been playing recently or we have new players but I fancy uh, a debut goal from someone and uh, a, a three points. Oh god. So I'm on 2 1 Wigan. The mind boggles on it. It does go on. Uh, sorry. Right, well, I'll start off with a few odds. First of all, relegation odds. Start on a, on a positive note, we'll mm. build from there. Uh, so the bookies reckon Rotherham are gone. Yeah, they're one to one hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burton are eleven to ten. Then ourselves and Blackburn at six to five. Yeah, and Forest have drifted to five to one now. So they reckon it's uh, four, four from yeah. what three from two, two from three. Burton have just made a good signing, though, aren't they? They just signed Michael, uh, not Michael Cardley, Michael Michael Fish, <laughs> Michael Blackley. This is Michael Kane. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so the odds for the game uh, to win: Latics are twenty-three to ten. The draw nine to four, and Sheffield Wednesday are seven to five. First goal scorers: Forestieri five to one. Sam Winall, we know all about him. Winall's on fire. Eleven to two. Greg, no damn. Okay, six to one. And Bogle is at thirteen to two. I could actually get odds on him today, which was quite good. Yes. Um, results: Latics first one nil, fifteen to two, two one, twelve to one, two nil, sixteen to one. Same scores for Sheffield Wednesday: one nil, six to one, two one, ten to one, two nil, eleven to one. The draws: nil nil, seven to one, one all, eleven to two, and two two, eighteen to one. Two two, Jeff. Mm. Two, two, eighteen two, to one. Two, 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 well worth it. Well worth it. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I think we'll win 2-1. 2-1. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll win as well. I have no idea what score. I might be able to win out then this week. Yeah, I think I think we will win, because we're on a bit of a crystal of wave at the moment. Um, and after all my hand up, Warren Josh is going to play playing well 
You've never said a bad word about him, have you? <laughs> never. <sighs> He does need to lose the shorts thing though, I'm sorry. Don't I think better wait him now, he's stuck by his answer. Yeah. Yeah. He listens to this podcast, listens to Barry, and he's still it's wearing his shorts. Yes. Yeah. You know what you're going to get off your birthday off him tomorrow, don't you? He'll send you through a pair of Kappa shorts. Yeah, or, or, is he sending messages to the fans subliminally? That mm. the day he realises he's got the right team with the right backup staff, the he can off. take his shorts. Yeah. Leave them in the back, leave them in the kid <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. Before we finish tonight, we, we need to. Uh, we've got a, another game we need to preview, and it's this is going to be absolute <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> Tuesday night, the Canaries are in town. One fellow will be riding an ostrich. I hope it gets shot. Uh, we've got Norwich City. Don't know the ostrich. It's funny how things turn out. But there's a word of warning here. I'll just look. Quick preview. Is it in Dutch? It is in Dutch. The referee is Peter Banks. Now this is a warning here to both Max Power. Uh, it's a warning to both Max Power and Sam Marsa. You've told uh, Will Shut to bring his shin pads. Peter Banks has refereed 24 games this season so far. He's issued 91 yellows and a staggering 10 red cards. What's the minimum number of players you can have before the game gets called off? Seven. Wigan Athletic versus Bristol Rovers. Rovers. They got down to eight, didn't they? Yeah. So when we lose, Morsi, Power, Warnock, Warnock Buxton, Buxton, Perkins. Yeah, Perkins. <laughs> We're buggered, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? I would love that to happen. In all seriousness, it'd just be so funny. Can you imagine our game being forfeited because we've got so many people? After a minute. Yeah. It wouldn't be great for, for the club. It's not forfeited. It's not forfeited. It would be unbelievable. It has to be replayed unless it's up to 70 minutes where the actual score at the time stands. But then the, the team has had the sending So if they're 4-0 the venue. If they're 4-0 up, up, we'll go through them all and then yeah. the game. Yeah. It's the venue. Nice to see you with all. Uh, Mr. Joyce is running a far more professional Oh, I'm sorry, yes. I'm <laughs> sorry. There's a bit of discipline in the camp. A bit of mind games. But, yeah, exactly. Because, football. I mean, some... The going in his head. Yeah, there'll be a few things that'll... They, they're not to play him, don't they? they? They're trained with him. Yeah. They've played with him. They know his weaknesses. There's no aggression in him. Oh, you can't run without this, Well, what'll happen on Tuesday is he'll run to the touchline, cross it in, nobody will be there, and everyone will laugh at him. He's, he's got the aggression of a sloth. <laughs> like, uh, was it Waterboy who just ran and ran and yeah. ran? Yeah. Yeah, I can see him oh, doing that. Yannick is Waterboy. You could do a few other things, couldn't you, when they do the, ha- the handshakes no. um, before the game, just stand on his feet. Can't get booked for it, can you, or sent off? <laughs> Played Norwich 12 times, we've won three, we've lost six, and we've drawn three, so we have to. Right, go on, Gareth. Norwich City, well, they're not doing too badly at all. The ninth place in the table, one. Three, drawn two, and lost one of the last six, but they've won exactly. the two most recent games. Did they win last night? Yes, they beat Birmingham City 2 0. Everybody beats Birmingham. Right. So, you know, Red, Reading played like Birmingham last night, didn't they? Did we beat Birmingham? It mustn't have been last night. No, Norwich were at Barnsley last night. We do, no, they were. Wolves were. Norwich um, were, uh, they were up here somewhere. Norwich? Huh? They were at home. Um, no, they should have played us. Did they play anybody? <laughs> oh, they should have played us last night. <laughs> oh, well. Tim Pot Club. Leave that in. Yeah. Gareth, what do you think is going to happen then? Tuesday night. 
in the league we've had some good performances of late and in the FA Cup which is a side show but two home games on the trot now Friday night on Sky and Tuesday night at the DW. I think half a million quid though for us in our back pocket, being on Sky. Yeah, but on a Friday night. You know. Yeah, but what if I tell those people can't make it because they're going to be at work or whatever? Yeah. I no, you know, it's all about the money, 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 innit? No, what about uh, the fans? We're, we're not, we're not on so much, we don't get on so much. There's none of us, we can't fill the stadium. And yeah, Yannick said, right. Yannick Two wins. Two wins. Two wins, six points. Simon. 3 0 to Latix and a broken leg for Yannick. Don't say that. You know he's a snake, he doesn't have any legs. No backbone. No backbone. He's telling his medical, isn't he? 3-0 Wigan. Remember karma. 3-0 Wigan. Okay, 3-0 Wigan. Yannick will be alright. He's yeah, just having man. a rubbish game. 4-0 Wigan. <laughs> Personally, I think it's going to be a lot closer because of the emotions what are going to be running through both sides. Or should I say the emotions running through Yannick because we're going to go and kick him off the park. <laughs> um, we're going to win. Two, I, I, I can see, I, I, I'd like to be able to predict three consecutive Wigan victories. Plum to there. No, sorry for me. In the league. league well, the, next three, the next three matches. Oh, there, yeah. You yeah. can predict it. Yeah. That happens is My predictions are pretty good. <laughs> the Ducks tell me what to say. Done. Yannick Hattrick. In the wrong net, 3 0 Wigan. <laughs> Brilliant. Mm. I think it's a pretty tough game because uh, Norwich are a good side. Uh, Cameron's doing all up front. I know I've said that about him before, but I think they're a decent side with a good manager. And I don't think Yannick will play. He probably won't, will he? Oh, no, it's hype. I don't think no, he will. I, don't play. Think he will. I, think, I think he'll be on the bench. Is um, he not good enough? That's a bad play for him to no, sit in it. I, I'll, he will, and he'll get loads of stick and loads of abuse. The cry? I'm out of ticket, WS, whatever it is. Careful, don't make him sick. WS4. Yeah, so I'm that's why we fought for draw. I have to see if he can be the mascot. <laughs> and then he's going to feel like he's going to squeeze his hand too hard. Yeah, well, it won't be his hand, I'll be squeezing. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, <laughs> doing a Vinnie Jones then. So, returning to the theme of tonight's podcast, what do we, what do we think about the window? Yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell. We've been we don't know think, No. The seeds have been sown, let's see what they provide. And we, we've all fall, fallen out of love because we found out she was faking it. So, uh, there's only one song I think we can finish with tonight. The Snake. You've got it in one. So, good night from me. Good night, good night from, night from, from us. us. Up the train.
posy in a curvature of silk And then laid him by the fireside with some honey and some milk Now she hurried home from her work that night as soon as she arrived Now she found that pretty snake she'd taken in had been revived Take me in, oh tender woman Take me in, for heaven's sake Take me in, tender woman Sighed the snake Now she clutched him to her bosom You're so beautiful, she cried But if I hadn't brought you in By now you might have died Now she stroked his pretty skin again And then kissed and held him tight But instead of saying thanks That snake gave her a vicious bite Take me in, oh tender woman Take me in, for heaven's sake Take me in, tender woman Now I saved you, cried that a woman And you bit me even a while And you know your bite is poisonous And now I'm gonna die Oh, shut up, silly woman Say that a reptile with a grin Sick. Take me in, tender woman. Sad the snake. 